Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Freely Nourish, the podcast that empowers you to break the cycle of dieting by teaching you to nourish your bodies well. I am your host, registered dietitian, Erin Casey, and I am also the owner of New You Nutrition, where we believe that you can reach all of your health goals at just about any body size. So if you are ready to let go of that vicious and toxic cycle of dieting, help improve your health, reach your goals uh, without ever having to count a calorie or um, weigh a macro or anything like that ever again, then you have found your place. Um, and today I wanted to talk you through, as you as you all know, or if you don't know, I am what's called an anti-diet dietitian. What that means is that I will allow, you know, I, I do help patients with weight loss, but I don't prescribe any diets with names. Um, I don't endorse any types of restrictions unless you have an allergy or, um, you know, an intolerance or some reason that you really have to avoid that food. Um, I believe that, you know, good nutrition is about figuring out what we can add in, not focusing on what we can take away. Um, and this time of year, so it is January as I am recording this podcast. Um, so this time of year is just a time when we are all just inundated with lots and lots of ads telling us, one, that we need to shrink our bodies, right? And two, that we unfortunately, you know, need to go through various forms of restriction and denial and, and other sorts of, of unhappiness in order to to do that. Um, so what I would like to provide you today is kind of a little bit of a glimpse into kind of how I determine kind of what is research worth listening to and research that is not worth listening to. Very often my clients come to me very frustrated um, and, and understandably so, right? The, the, there is so much information out there, right, about nutrition in particular, about anything, really. I mean, the internet has just kind of given all of us unhindered access to um, information. In a lot of ways, that's a good thing. Um, but in a lot of ways, it has made um, particularly fields like nutrition that are both a true and legitimate health field, as well as a um, billion-dollar diet industry, um, the waters are very, very muddy. Um, and it can be very difficult to know what to believe because a lot of marketers are very good at making things sound super scientific and super legit. Um, and then, of course, they play to your emotions of, you know, you are, you know, not a worthwhile human being um, if you do not shrink your body or conform to society's standards of beauty, right? Um so there's just a lot at play there and kind of how do we um how do how do we how do we navigate the waters? Um, it's tough. I won't lie to you. It is very tough. And honestly, that's a lot of what I do with my patients and with my clients one-on-one. -on -one. Um, so if you find yourself just kind of in a continual kind of process of not knowing what to believe, um, you know, you're welcome to schedule a one-on-one -on -one uh, call with me if you would like. Um, I am happy to answer as many questions as I can in 15 minutes, or we can kind of talk about what your goals are, what my services offer, and whether or not, you know, one-on-one -on -one coaching would be a good, um, a good fit for you. We also do have lots of group coaching options, which are a little bit cheaper than the one-on-one -on -one coaching. That's why they're there. Um, you obviously don't get the one-on-one -on -one attention that you would in one-on-one -on -one coaching, but you also, it's, you know, it's much more affordable. And some people like the group atmosphere. I have many clients who do both, who are a one-on-one -on -one client, but then also enjoy the group work because they like interacting with other people who are on a similar journey to themselves. Um, 
So lots of options for you. And we talk about these scams and kind of what to believe, what not to believe throughout all of them. So if it's something that you're, you know, this is going to give you a little bit of a taste um, and, you know, what I can cover in a 20 minute podcast episode. But um, if you find yourself with like many, many more questions, you know, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm happy to um, either, you know, post more information on my other social platforms, make another podcast about a more kind of specific topic that is kind of coming up for a lot of people. Um, or, you know, I'm also happy to, to take you on as a, as a client and kind of see, you know, what we can answer kind of more specifically to your situation. Um, so, so how to spot a scam, right? Um, it can be very, very tricky because a lot of the scams sound super scientific. Um, and I think the biggest thing, um, and, and and really any good marketing is going to do this, but any good marketing is going to play to your emotions, right? We have like decades of market research that shows us that, you know, people respond to or you know more likely to buy products that they respond to emotionally. So if you think of, for example, um, Apple products, right? Any of us who have seen an Apple commercial have probably at some point with one of or more of them, like missed it up at, at the commercial. And that has absolutely nothing to do with the product itself. It's what that product can offer you. So it's like, you know, an issue of say connectivity, right? Of being able to FaceTime your grandparents in the midst of a pandemic or a Across the globe or something like that, right? Those really good kind of, you know, brands that are so identifiable are identifiable because they play to your emotions. That part's not bad, but if they are playing to, so those, so for example, I'm just going to roll with the Apple example. Um, it's playing to a positive emotion, right? It's posing to, you know, here is a good thing and a positive emotion that our product can bring you. Um, is it a guarantee? Of course not, right? Like just because you have an iPhone doesn't mean you're going to be happy. But like there is that they're at least like working on the positive end of things. Where I take issue, and this again is not unique to to diet or nutrition products, but um, and you certainly see it there, and you see it. I think honestly disproportionately there um, is when they are playing on those negative emotions, particularly fear-based emotions. So products that are, you know, fear-mongering in the sense of you can't eat this, that, and the other thing because you are going to get fat and in any way projects fatness as a negative thing. Um, I, I will say I will probably use the word fat frequently on this podcast. I use it as a neutral term to describe a human body. Human bodies are skinny, they're new, they're straight size, and sometimes they're fat. And all of those bodies are equally worthwhile. All of those bodies deserve equally good care and compassion. Um, but, but sometimes people assume that it has a negative connotation. That's the problem, right? Um, we don't, it doesn't have a negative connotation, nor should it. But if anything is marketing something to you that either if you don't use their product, you're going to get fat, or if you engage in certain behaviors, you're going to get fat, and they're presenting that as a negative connotation in any capacity, immediate red flag, immediate red flag. Um, any product that indicates that fat is the worst thing you can be, immediate red flag. Um, that said, there's, there are sometimes a lot, a lot more sticky with it. So sometimes it's kind of like, oh, like these ingredients cause diseases or you need this product to offset these things. Again, if it's playing on fear, it's a no for me. Um, it's, you know, again, products that actually work should be it's the same way as any relationship, right? Like we should be focusing on what is this thing going to add to your life, right? How is it going to 
benefit your life. Even things like good nutrition and exercise, I don't present it as like, if you don't exercise, you're going to have a heart attack. No, I speak to the benefits. If you exercise, you are going to improve your mood. You may boost your metabolism. Um, It's going to help you reduce stress. It's going to improve mobility. Like there's lots of benefits to exercise other than, oh, by the way, you also won't get fat or, oh, by the way, you also won't die of a heart attack. Like playing on your fears is not a way to sell a product. It's a way to sell a product, but it's not a good way to sell a product. Um, And then I think, you know, same with nutrition, right? You know, I, the benefits of say eating fruits and vegetables is improved micronutrients. Good. Um, you know, good source of fiber. That's going to help with digestion. Um, you're going to feel better. You're going to feel more satiated and satisfied with your meals. You're going to have less cravings, things like that. Um, all of those again are benefits to eating the fruit or the vegetable. Not if you don't eat your vegetables, you're going to get fat. Um, that's, Like I would never say that to a patient. And the fact that the diet industry has continued to push this narrative that like, if you don't use these products, if you don't engage in this, you know, whatever it is, um, you're going to get fat and the fat is the worst thing you could be. Um, Again, immediate red flag. Um, And I think that's, that's honestly probably the biggest one out of all the ones we're going to, we're going to talk today. Um, Then we kind of get into like a little bit of, of nuance here. Right. So Um, anything that kind of presents you with an all or nothing mentality. So um, outside of just that sheer fear mongering of like these ingredients cause cancer or whatever, like there's no ingredient that causes cancer. If there was, it wouldn't be allowed in food. Okay. Um, That said, you know, they may be like, oh, well, like these things cause belly bloater. These things cause insulin spikes. And like, there may be truth somewhere in that, but if it's like a very much like an all or nothing, like you have to either eat only these things and avoid always these things. Um, so like, for example, keto is, is a key example, like just don't eat carbs. Uh, before that it was Atkins, it was South Beach. Let's be honest. They're all the same exact thing. Right. Um, it's just, it's a restrictive diet. Um, even intermittent fasting, it's like, well, you can eat whatever you want. That's the all part of it, but you can't eat except for certain times. That's the the nothing part of it. Um, and if you like break your fast by like five minutes or something, you've like disrupted your mental. Like it's ridiculous. Like even hearing myself say it out loud, it's ridiculous. Okay. So anything again that has that like all or nothing mentality that there's like this strict rigidity to it, um, is f- simply not based in science because science is not that concrete. If it was, then like we would have concrete recommendations to give you, but we don't. Um, so I think there's, there's that aspect as well. Um, anybody who is anything that has a supplement component to it, um, that is an immediate, immediate red flag to me. Um, you know, it is, you know, even as a dietitian, right? Like I find myself, you know, like I'm still selling you a product, right? I'm selling you my education. I'm selling you my knowledge base. I'm selling you my con, you know, counseling skills and my ability to help you navigate behavior changes. Like I'm selling you something. So like everybody's going to be selling you something again, back to like the Apple commercial, like, and we may be playing on those emotions to an extent too. I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing. Um, but if we're selling supplements specifically are not FDA regulated, which means they do not undergo really any kind of mandated testing to prove one, that they are even safe or two, that they actually do what they say they do. Sometimes supplement companies do run their own um, clinical, you know, I'm going to air quotes this clinical trials. Um, That said, 
the nature of those clinical trials is very different than a medication that is trying to come to market. Um, very often they are very small in number. So there may be something of like less than 20 people on it. Uh, very often there is not a control group. So they just have, you know, people at one stage, they take the supplement and then they like, you know, evaluate at the end, but they don't have another group of people that took a placebo to compare. Was it the effect of the, the supplement or was it the effect of, um, just the fact that they knew they were part of a clinical trial. Um, also, more often than not, the participants in those trials work for the supplement company. So you tell me how <laughs> objective that data is. Um, definitely. Um, so definitely, if there's any kind of supplement component to it, like there is no supplement straight up that is going to to fix whatever it is that you have going on. Um, particularly in, in regards to weight management. Now, are there certain supplements that we recommend for certain conditions? Yeah, of course there are. Um, obviously, if you have like a nutrient deficiency, a supplement is a really good thing for you to take. There are also like some certain conditions, you know, certain digestive conditions, certain um, hormonal conditions where various different types of supplements can be helpful, but that should be done at the recommendation of a doctor or um, a medical professional who has a, a license um, because the data that actually supports supplement use in terms of medical care is pretty few and far between. Um, and, and to be honest, you know, people who have a background in this are going to be the only ones that can actually tell you what the data looks like and what's a good study and what's not. Um, you need somebody who can actually really evaluate that clinical data well. And that's frankly going to be somebody with a higher level of education or who, you know, like is in the field. Um, that said, um, other things that, that are red flags for me are selling anything that is not in any way customized. Um, so that can even get into things like nutrition and workout plans, et cetera. Um, and it's not, you know, I don't, I want to be kind of careful here that not all of that is bad, right? You just want to make sure that the person selling it is being transparent about what you're getting. Um, I, I myself, and you know, as I mentioned earlier, I sell group coaching plans and the second thing out of my mouth as I mentioned it is that you're not going to get the same individualized attention in a group coaching program as you would with one-on-one -on -one counseling right and I know plenty of fitness trainers who are really good trainers um who will sell you know group or blanket programs as well um but again they're very explicit about the fact that like this is just a basic program they should be significantly cheaper than their customized options um and, and you, then they're very clear and upfront about what you're getting. They also should not and will not, um, or I guess I just said that the other way around. They should not promise any specific individualized results based on an uncustomized program. Um, so I'm going to say that again because I feel like it, it got kind of convoluted there. We should not be promising individualized results based on a non-individualized program. Um, that goes for nutrition, that goes for fitness, that goes for health, anything, right? Um, even sitting down in your doctor's office, they should not promise you that you should be able to lower your blood sugar, even with a medication that has clinical data behind it. They should still be evaluating your specific response to that medication within a certain period of time. Um, and so I think it's it's really important to, if you are wanting individualized care, um, you know, to, to seek it. And does that come with a higher price tag? Yes, it does. 
Um, and that's because those of us who are providing it have an education um, and have to continue to pursue, you know, certificates and continuing education and things like that to where, you know, this is, I would love to give away everything that I know for free. Um, I would, I would work for free, honestly, if I could, but I also have my own bills to pay and I have student loans to pay back. Um, so there's a reason why those things are expensive. Um, should your insurance cover those maybe better than it does? Yeah, that's probably true too, but that's a huge systemic problem um, it, with healthcare in this country. And that's not, you know, not anything that we can, that we can deal with, um, you know, in our time here. <laughs> it's something we can advocate for, but it's not something that we're going to solve overnight. Um, but I think it's really important that, you know, if you are buying, you know, a workout program or a meal plan or something like that, first of all, depending on what state you're in, um, a lot of times it is not legal for somebody who's not a registered dietitian to provide you a meal plan. Um, so I think it's important to look up the legislation in your, your specific state. Um, and, and also look up the credentials of the person providing said meal plan. When it comes to fitness, there's not as much regulation as, as far as I understand. Um, that said, again, the person should not be like promising, you know, a certain amount of weight loss, a certain amount of um, fat loss, a certain like, you know, aesthetic type or anything like that without, uh, you know, giving you an individualized plan. Now they may say, you know, I have this blanket plan. If you want customized results, I can give you a customized one. Um, but that costs more, right? That's, that's, that's fair, but they shouldn't be promising an individualized um, outcome without an individualized plan. Um, and that really goes across the board. Um, so those are kind of my, my big red flags, right? The biggest one is that they're playing on particularly your fear, but really any negative emotion, especially if that, negative emotion is in any way tied to fatness, big red flag, big, big, big red flag. Um, if it has any kind of all or nothing component to it, um, like you always have to do this or, you know, you cannot ever do that. Um, that that's a big, big red flag, right? Um, if it has any type of supplement component to it, I mean, honestly, I'm going to be very frank with you it's probably trash um there's there's just no even ones that are well researched it's it's not it's not enough for me to say yeah i would recommend that um uh, so any type of supplement component i wouldn't even waste my time looking into it um and anything that is promising customized results that is not an, a customized plan for you that is different from plans from other people um those are, that's a big red flag as well. So I hope that helps. I know that sometimes it can then be like, well, that eliminates everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's kind of my point. Um, but if you, again, if you have specific questions about specific, these are again, just kind of themes of things to look out for. If you have specific questions about a specific topic, specific ads that you've seen, I'm more than happy to break those down. I can either do a YouTube episode about it, or um, I could even um, do like, you know, a quick like social post or something like that about it. Again, half the time, I don't even know what myths are out there because I just am so intentionally removed from some of that stuff that 
Um, sometimes I don't know how to answer questions because I don't know what, what people are asking. So if there's something that, you know, you've seen, heard about, thought about trying and you're just kind of like not sure about it, definitely leave me a comment. I'm happy to to address it there. Um, or, you know, if you're interested in in reaching out and kind of getting a little bit more of an individualized perspective, feel free to to, to book a discovery call that's available on our website. I'll link it in the, in the show notes as well. Um, but yeah, we would love to, to discuss that with you. It can either be a 15 minute call where we just go through any questions that you have, or we can kind of talk to you about some of our, our services as well um, and some customized solutions potentially for you. So that is all I have for you today, folks. I hope you have a great rest of your day, a great rest of your week, and I will see you again next time.